Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Good morning, guys. Happy Wednesday. How are we today? How did you all sleep in this heat? Terrible, no doubt. Let me look. Yeah, you're all blurry-eyed. Just terrible, terrible, terrible. Right. I want to do a video for you because, in the glorious sunshine, um, this video comes from, well, it was kind of, come on, Mr. Tripod, stay for me, please. There we go. So this video really was, um, the idea for this video comes from a, a message that I woke up to this morning from a very good friend of mine. And he, he WhatsApp me, I don't know, late last night. I got it this morning. And he was basically saying that he's finding it incredibly difficult to run slow enough in the majority of his runs. Now, he knows he should be running slow because we've already had this chat. We should be running slower, but he isn't. He's finding it really tough. And it made me think that this is such a big challenge for the majority of runners. And it's so important that we do most of our running at a very easy effort level, but it can be very hard to do that. So I thought I'd do a quick video for you guys to, first of all, talk about the problems, why running most of your runs too quickly is a problem. And to give you some really simple fixes. You know, simple fixes are not always so obvious and also makes them very easy to apply and put into your own training that you can perhaps start this week. So first of all, what is the problem with running too quickly in the majority of your runs? And I think there's a few issues here. One of the first issues that leaps to mind is overreaching. So if you're going out there and you're running too fast for your sessions, what you're doing is providing too much stress to the body systems. Now remember, let's just quickly recap, when you go out there and run, whatever your session is, you are providing a certain degree of stress to the body because that way you will adapt and you will grow, you will improve physiologically. Of course, there's other benefits to running. It hits the reset button in your mind. It's, it's space for you, good, good for the mind, all those things. But in terms of physically developing, if that's what you want to do with your running, it's really important that you provide the right amount of stress. Now, if you're going out there and doing your runs too fast, the majority of your runs, you're overreaching. You're going above and beyond a safe level of stress. So what is that going to do? That's going to do a couple of things. First of all, it'll risk increase the risk of you getting injured because as we know, injury is down to a balance of that stress management, making sure that we, we have those peaks and troughs in terms of intensity. So you risk injury. And secondly, it can also mean that you don't work as hard in the more challenging sessions. So training is about getting a mix of intensities. So if you're doing the super easy stuff, and it's, it's genuinely easy, it means that when it comes down to working hard, whether that's a hill session, or whether it's a, a park run that you want to push in and use as a time trial, or whether that's an interval session on a track with your running club buddies, you've got the energy and drive to be able to execute and work really hard. If you don't do your easy stuff easy enough, what happens is you're working too hard in the easy, and then when it comes to the tough stuff, you can't work as hard as is beneficial, so it's coming down a bit. So you're almost in this, what I call no man's land, where there is a place to run at that sort of moderate level of intensity. But I think most of us, and I've certainly been guilty of this over the years, spend too much time running in that no man's land, that sort of uh, gap in between the high intensity stuff where the magic happens and the low intensity stuff where the magic happens. So overreaching is a first problem. The second thing is, I believe that you, by going out and doing all this, this stuff that isn't slow enough, 
you inaccurately create a default minimum speed in your mind, minimum pace. So the more you run at a pace that is too quick for you, that then becomes your default speed. So it's almost like subconsciously or consciously, you can't drop below that. And I think that is a problem because obviously that can then lead to overreaching. So it's about creating those healthy habits rather than the negative habits, which are going to cause in injury. The third, op the third uh, reason or problem, I believe, is you miss, and this is a vital, a vital thing, you miss the opportunity to teach your body to metabolize fat. Now, this is beneficial for so many endurance runners. And by endurance, I'm really talking, if you're running 5K and above, you are classed as an endurance runner. Welcome to the party. But if you're doing something grand like a marathon, maybe this autumn, or you, you're already thinking about one of the big ones for spring next year, as I am, teaching your body to burn fat as a fuel source is absolutely fundamental because we don't metabolize fat as humans very well. We, you know, Fat is not our preferred choice of fuel. Our body will always opt for carbohydrates. Now, there's been a lot of research and people will talk about becoming fat dependent and focusing more on being able to convert fat, etc., etc. But in this video, for the purpose of, of, of this explanation and what I see, what I want to say to you is metabolizing fat is really, really important because you can't rely on carbohydrates in a marathon, purely carbohydrates from the food that you eat. Because at mile 18, your body doesn't function as well as it did at mile one. And for any of you that have ran marathons, you'll know that. And I'm sure you'll agree with me put in the comments if you do. 26 miles is a long way. So setting off very slowly in a marathon and predominantly drawing from fat in the body to produce fuel, saving your vital carbohydrate supply for later is gonna be beneficial. But you're only gonna get that from running very, very easily. If you're running too high, you're going above and beyond that level. And in your long runs and your easy runs, you're starting to use carbohydrates for fat, uh, carbohydrates for fuel rather, and you're not teaching your body to burn fat. So how do we fix this? We know that running slowly is a good thing. We also know it's flipping hard, isn't it? Because what I see over the years is, is many people will have, their easy pace is dependent on the distance that they're doing. I know this from asking people. So for example, if, if, if I say to somebody, what's your easy pace? Many runners will say, well, for how far? How far am I running? It depends. If I'm running 50 miles, my easy pace is different from that if I'm running five miles. And while that's not entirely untrue, I think the difference between the paces isn't as great as we may think. So if you're running, if you have an easy pace, that's let's say, for argument's sake, it's 45 seconds difference. So you've got a 45 second window, that's your accurate easy pace. If you're doing a long run, then you might be towards the lower end of that window, the slower end. If you're doing a shorter run, then you might be towards the quicker end of that window, but either way, you're still in the right place, you're still in the right window. So it's important that we are, we are accurate with how we, we execute those sessions. So how do we fix it? Number one, very simple, run with people who are slower than you. And I don't mean by accident, you can organize, you can orchestrate these runs. And here's the thing, if you run with somebody who's slower than you, right? Because we're all mixed levels of ability, we all wanna improve, we've all got our own goals. But if you're running with people slower than you, make no mistake about it, you are helping them because they could use that session as their faster run. And you can use a session as one of your easy runs. You're both there, both doing the same thing in the same space, you've got that social element going on, but you're working at slightly different intensities, both of which are beneficial to you. So never be afraid to think, right, who can I run with? Who's gonna help me here? And I'm starting to do this now. For those of you that regularly follow me on the Running With Jake page, you'll know that I've joined Clevedon AC, a running club down here. Great bunch of guys, real mix of levels of ability. And already I'm looking at people and I'm starting to build a picture on their ability. And I'm thinking, 
do you know what? I could run with them for my slow runs because they'll slow me down. I can run with them for my quicker runs because they're going to drag me along. I'm going to find it tough to, to, to stay with them. So pick and choose the people who and groups of people who you want to run with because they'll be and be open and honest about why you why why you want to run together. You know, you might have to be a little bit careful about oh you're 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 slow enough for me to be able to run and do my easy pace. But I think if you think about how you put that conversation and that suggestion across, everybody's benefiting, there's no losers in this. The second option, which I do a lot, is listen to an audiobook. Now, I've mentioned this before on the Running With Jake page, and obviously these tips and my thoughts and feelings, uh, it's not always for everybody. And some people don't want to listen to audiobooks. Some people love listening to music. Some people just love the sound of their own mind and thoughts. That's fine. But I find with audiobooks, it forces you to slow down, particularly if you're listening to something you genuinely want to listen to, because if you're running too quick, the stress level is too high, you can't consume and digest the information that's being given, that's being delivered. So choose an audio book that you're really interested in. There's so many out there, different podcasts and audio books. It could be really helpful. You can learn as well. You know, you're sort of maximizing your time while you're out there doing an easy run. But it means that you can just consume what's being said because you're running nice and slow and forget the watch. So number two is listen to an audio book. Number three, and the final tip I want to give for you today is set an alarm on your watch. I've all got these fancy running watches or the, 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 the iPhone on, on the arm. If you know where, what your slow pace is, and to be honest, if you don't know, look at what your usual training pace is, and it's probably slower than that, in all honesty, then just set a, an alarm. So if you go above that pace, it'll bleep and alert. And soon enough, you'll create the habit of running in the right place, because it's all about conditioning yourself, isn't it? And creating that habit. What's this won't be natural for you at the moment. It'll be super awkward to go out there and run slowly. I promise you, if you don't do it and you start to do it, it'll be awkward. But eventually you'll create and adapt and you might find that your watch or your iPhone keeps bleeping like mad. But eventually it'll bleep less because you'll just fall into that slot. You'll, you'll fall into what's known as the zone where things are just happening effortlessly. And that's the place that we want to we get you to. And if you know, so you can go on pace, but if you know your heart rate, so with my performance community, as many of you know, it's all about heart rate based training or that's what underpins, underpins the training. So we test the individuals. We tell them exactly where the various levels are and efforts that they need to be working at because we're using science to do that. They've been tested in a physiology lab. And then that then that then informs their training. So I coach them based on that data. We know where they should be running and they can just set a heart rate alarm on the watch. So really, really important. So to recap, this if you've just joined us, hello, thanks for tuning in nice and early on a beautiful sunny day. I'm looking at the forecast, it's sunny everywhere. I'm actually off for a, a run after this video. So it's nice to have a chat with you guys before I go. It's firing me up as well as helping you. So to recap, people typically running too fast in the majority of their sessions. This is what I see as a running coach, as somebody that runs myself. Uh, what does that mean? It means you're potentially overreaching, which means you're not achieving what you truly could achieve or you're risking injury. It means that you're creating in your head a default minimum speed, a speed that actually you can't drop below. And that's a bad habit to create, particularly if it's too fast for you. And you're also missing a vital key um, opportunity to metabolize fat, use fat as a fuel source, which is going to help you in your training, particularly long distances like, like marathons. So how do we fix this? Number one, you can run with people slower than you. Don't be afraid to do that. You can organize these runs, take ownership. People love company. People would be appreciative of you making a suggestion and you're all help, you're helping each other because you're both running at your own effort level. For one person, it's a tough session. For one person, it's an easy session. Now, option number two is listen to an audio book. There's so many different podcasts and audiobooks out there that can help distract you, slow you down. And number three, and this is not an exhaustive list, as I always say, but number three is set an alarm on the watch or the phone, if that's what you use, to make sure that you don't go above a certain heart rate or above 
a certain pace. Guys, I hope you found that helpful. If you've got any questions, of course, drop them in the comments below. I do my best to try and read through. Well, I certainly read through all of them. I do try and respond wherever possible. And sometimes if I don't respond to, you, respond to your questions, I'll, it'll come back up in a video because a lot of what I do on this Really With Jake page is from you guys, the problems that I see, like people running too quick. So get out there, run slowly, particularly when it's a hot day like this. Have fun, stay injury free, and I hope to speak to you all very soon. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday, or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.